0: Hello. On this podcast, we talk about movies, their faults, their flaws, and their plots. So, expect some spoilers. You've been warned. Welcome to Plot Spackle. I'm John, and I will avoid sharks by living in a landlocked state surrounded by landlocked states. I'm Eric, and John, I hate to break it to you, but there are sharks in Utah. No, no, those are small fish that are often called sharks. It's a weird thing. I don't know why John, anyone no, does. No, John, that. Sh- sharks are fish. Uh, I no, not It's, it's John, a different thing, though. John. Like, I people have, say like it's a shark, but it's like it's like a salmon-looking little critter. It's I like not have a bad shark news for you. There are just straight-up sharks. They like you can you, you can go diving live, with they them. They don't. You can't live in the Great Salt Lake. It's too much salt well, for not, sharks. It's not in the Great Salt Lake. Well, where is it then? It's the Bonneville Sea Base. Like, there's sharks there, John. No, th- uh, there's no sharks like in the Bonneville... R- spring water is coming through the lake bed of Lake Bonneville. You see, that's a lake. It can't be a sea base. I have bad news for you, John. I'm, I'm, looking, up, I'm looking up Bonneville sharks. A few moments later... Okay, so there's four nurse sharks living in Bonneville Lake. So, unfortunately, this landlocked state is not safe from the shark menace. You know, I haven't run into these sharks so far, so I still think I'm going pretty safe from sharks. For now. Yeah. Unless they're teaching the sharks how to scuba onto land. John, as soon as the Bonneville sharks hear how you dissed them, then is when you will no longer be safe. Um, You know, I'm still going to stand by it. The Bonneville sea sharks aren't real sharks. They're fake sharks. They are faking it. Someone, someone dragged those sharks on land on their shoes or something. That's how they got here. There's usually no. we rely on Eric to be the one to be mean to uh, some of our listeners, but uh, sharks don't. John listen is to filling our podcast. that role. <laughs> How do you know, John? There's like a huge boost boost in Oceania. It's not sharks though. It's probably crabs. Uh, listen, John. You just can't say everything is crabs. That's pretty racist or speciest. Everything is crabs. I, be, I Look, bet I don't go about these narcissism thing. <laughs> these Bonneville sharks are probably crabs dressed up as sharks. They got like little costumes they bought. them. they're like the they're crab equivalent of furries for sharks. That, that sentence hurt my brain. I'm Richard, and I think we need to move past the intros. <laughs> Didn't even find out how you guys were going to avoid sharks. It's too late. We can't avoid sharks now, John. There's no way to... You can avoid sharks (laughs) by hiding in a refrigerator. And what, nuke the fridge? Sharks can survive nuclear explosions. I'm pretty sure. I think that's a shark lie. That's what the sharks would tell you. Anyhow, we have some plot holes that we need to fill. (laughs) That sounds like like jet propaganda. We're going to fill these plot holes with galaxy brain shark. And violated copies of the Harvard Compact. Cause we are talking about the movie deep blue sea as our next movie of shark week summer where every week is shark week for the summer. Even, even deep inland where you think there's no sharks, there's sharks randomly in a place you didn't think there were sharks before. <laughs> you thought you were safe <laughs> from sharks, but there are sharks here. I mean, that's not even counting the aquariums. Yeah. There might, there might even be a shark like in your house right now. There could be a shark behind you the shark is coming from inside the house but we should probably but what get about on. deep blue sea what's that one that's is that a movie with a plot eric i guess technically it fulfills all the concepts of a plot but oh boy does it try hard not to so deep blue sea um has a medical company investigating one of its laboratories which is set in the middle of the ocean. This laboratory is studying the effects of, this medical facility is studying uh, some Alzheimer remedies. And they thought, they had the great idea, you know what, sharks don't get cancer. Sharks don't have cognitive uh, degeneration. So let's use some shark DNA and try and uh, figure out how to make it work for humans. So, they, so this uh, facility decides to take a bunch of sharks, start, reworking their brains, making them smarter and whatnot so that they can uh, extract a brain protein and well they end up doing that and find out that hey this shark protein helps uh, neurons um, brain cells, that's what the word is this will help neurons make new connections something that could reverse the Alzheimer process but during this uh, very successful test the sharks decide to decide to stage a breakout, so they start destroying cameras, get the humans to flood the facility, which will allow the sharks to escape into the open water, where they get, I guess they could, I don't know, wreck havoc on- They could just be free. They'd be free as a bird, to eat birds. These sharks- Well, they eat other sharks, too. Are the too. victims, though, aren't they? They're the mo- well, I guess I mean, they didn't ask to be made, and then they've grown their whole life in captivity. They're just escaping the oppressive yoke of the unethical scientists. I mean, to be fair, yeah, there's a very different film uh, when you look at it from the sharks perspective because mm-hmm. uh, they they almost make it to freedom and then they are murdered by their captors. It's uh, just so a it's, tragic story. So it's like Frankenstein, yeah, yeah, it's it's a Frankenstein story. Just with Frankenstein's uh, seafood. Frankenstein sushi bowl. Frankenstein sushi bowl. Uh, but yes, the sharks are trying to escape uh, into the open ocean where they can do dastardly deeds. But they are eventually killed by the shark wrangler and LL Cool J, who's the chef. LL Cool J, kill, uh, LL cool J kills two sharks. So I guess he's the best shark wrangler. Hey, in this he's, he's the best at killing sharks. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's that's fact. McAllister was the name of the doctor. McAllister. The sharks were McAllister's sharks. Oh, oh. I mean, that's a. Pr- <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty common mistake. I just called them McAllisters. Yeah, the McAllister swimming in the in the ocean. So that, that's the plot. Sharks want to get out people don't want sharks to get out they also the sharks do kill a lot of people get trying to get out like the majority of them that's true the sharks do a lot of a lot they of threw off the yoke of their captors are the sharks not entitled to the sweat of their fins richard i don't think sharks sweat i mean you couldn't how could you they, tell they don't they don't, li- they they don't live have the, those glands they live in the salt water you couldn't tell yeah but we know that like hippos sweat yeah and they they spend all their time in water yeah but they sweat pink stuff Sharks would sweat pink stuff too I think if they sweat. Mm. But they don't sweat. Well you can't tell because su- sweat is salty and sh- sharks live in salt water so so it's... they don't even need to sweat because they just they're in sweat Ew, they're swimming in sweat. The ocean is just oh it's it's there's a... worse things in the ocean. It's a soup really. Mm. A salty if a you salt will. water filled with vegetables and things that look like vegetables that are really fish. I mean, yeah, the ocean is disgusting. I think we need that. Is a fun fact, Richard? Do you have any other fun (laughs) facts for us? I do have some fun (laughs) facts. Uh, These ones not about the ocean, but instead about a movie. Uh, "Deep Blue Sea" was released on July twenty eighth, nineteen ninety nine. Had an estimated budget of sixty million dollars and earned twenty million in its opening weekend. At the end of its run, had hit one hundred and seventy or had hit seventy three million in the U.S. and Canada and by the time it finished worldwide had hit 164 million okay so i mean not good in the us but good enough worldwide to that's make why it payment. has two sequels were they direct to dvd sequels or were direct they... to foreign not that it super matters well. <laughs> but direct yeah. to redbox <laughs> uh they were several years later ah uh, so when the ip was cheaper Well, they're like, well, we we have some money and we want to make a dumb shark movie. Sharknado's big. We should continue our Deep Blue Sea. I mean, why not? They had just wrapped up the last Sharknado, and so they put out Deep Blue Sea, too. All right. So what other uh, facts do we have about said movie? All right. So for one scene, uh, Thomas Jane, our shark fighter, actually had to swim alongside an actual shark. And so he was only allowed to film this scene once. It had to be done correct. And he had to finish all of his other scenes before they let them shoot that scene. Just in case. Uh, The license plate pulled from the shark's teeth is the same one from the tiger shark in Jaws. Because, you know, you can't make a shark movie and not reference Jaws. Otherwise, you have failed in your life, and what are you doing here? Are there shark movies from before Jaws? Um, those were all just proto-shark movies.
1: I mean, they uh, looked they like had, shark movies. They but... had
0: not fully evolved into shark films yet. Okay, I, I was just wondering if maybe the, like the shark movies that came before <coughs> Jaws also referenced Jaws. And probably. Now this was shot in the same Fox Studios complex where Titanic was filmed, so they could have the big ocean set because that's where they have their uh, their film pools. That's where they have the big film pools. but specifically it's because Rennie Harlan was also the guy who had filmed Cutthroat Island. Ah, and he did that one at sea, and he regretted it, and he regret. <laughs> and so he wanted a controlled environment. And we didn't watch Jurassic Park first, so we didn't realize that illu- uh, control is an illusion? He did not know the control was a lie. Okay. Uh, the orange-colored little mini-sub in down in the wet entry is the same sub from Sphere. They're just reusing props left and right. Like, well, that's what the movie industry do. Yeah. You think they want to spend money? No, no, they why, don't. Why spend money on stuff that you need to make when it's already been made? Now when you do want to spend money, you spend it on really expensive animatronics. Specifically, the Makos. Because there were some CG Makos going on, but they went and built themselves a bunch of Makos that would swim like actual Makos. Ooh, that's impressive. And they were (laughs) remote-controlled. They were like... A one one thousand horsepower engine weighed about eight thousand pounds each, and swam on their own at up to thirty miles an hour. They ended up building four and a half of these. Uh, Why the how? What do you do with half a robot? Maybe spare parts. Like, do they only build half of it and say we don't need a a fifth one, or is it like as is it just a three fifteen foot Makos that play the first gen sharks? And then they did, built one and a half of the Gen 2 that represented the first generation's 26-foot-long progeny. Yeah. And so they needed one to be able to swim and one to be able to come halfway into frame.
1: All and right. And they
0: were giant. No, no. I, I I assumed that they 15 feet and 26 feet. That's like the actual Mako shark size, isn't it? Oh, That's no. a lot much larger than no, Mako no. shark's. Are mako sharks uh, six, six feet? There's... I guess they'd be like 10 feet. See, like the Gen 2 mako, they descri- the description they give in the film is 45 feet long and 8,000 pounds. Mm-hmm. This makes it more than three times the length and four times heavier than the biggest mako shark ever recorded and twice the size of the largest known great white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the big old fish. Mm-hmm. Um, they're wasn't a whole lot of uh budget for the film when you consider that they spent all of it on makos. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. they're just they're like, "Oh, they didn't actually want to make a film. They wanted an excuse to make remote controlled sharks and they made a film to cover up that desire." Is what I it feels like to me what was going on here. Guy wants to have a 30-foot remote controlled shark and says, "Well, if I pretend to be making a movie, Look, he it came from other things. Turns out that uh the the scriptwriter had actually seen a shark the remains of a shark attack on a beach when he was young and then a bunch of really a bunch of dreams about being hunted by sharks that could read his mind. So that's where we get this. Not just because somebody wants to own a 15-foot remote control shark that can swim at 30 miles an hour. But because he wanted to get over his traumatic dreams in his childhood about psychic sharks? Or inflict his dreams of psychic sharks on other people. Take your pick. Um, but uh, because of the whole expense, there was discussion about whether or not they should have the parrot because they couldn't afford a Hollywood parrot. One of the ones that was actually like Uh, trained and everything. Is this a a, a non-union parrot? Is this a scab parrot? This is a scab parrot. They decided they went and bought a couple of parrots from Mexico City. (laughs) One that would fly to a perch and one that would sit on LL Cool J's shoulder. Did they even teach it any words or is is fat, but what it could say on its own. I'm pretty sure all that is dubbed in. I kind of feel like, you know, if you're buying a, a parrot from Mexico City that's not been trained for movies, there's a fair chance you're going to get one that just says fat butt. And at least, wouldn't it say in Spanish, though? No. Depends on what it's trained to speak it in. Mm. Now, uh, Thomas Jane is, in fact, afraid of sharks. And that's one of the reasons that the one of the many reasons they put off filming it to the to his last scene. Uh, it's because when he was a kid, he went and watched this movie called Jaws. I may have heard of it. And uh turns out that that scarred him as a child. And uh, Samuel Jackson says that at one point when they're dealing with dealing the whole like big, the window breaks and there's the huge wave of water, they accidentally dumped 3 tons on the actors when they weren't ready 3 tons of water 3 tons of water and they didn't have their safety harnesses and, and uh and they learned true fear and they learned true fear but they kept it and that is the scene you see when they start getting washed away and sliding across they're like no no this stays I mean, it works. It's the best acting you do is when you're not acting, you're actually just getting three tons of water dumped on you. You know, it's fine. That's fine. Those panicked looks, they're real. Mm-hmm. And it is, in fact, the one Samuel L. Jackson movie that we know that he doesn't drop his trademark mother. Doesn't? I don't think he does that in the Marvel movies. Just FYI. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't get the they don't get the R rating. Oh, so ask okay. To, so an yeah, R rated yeah. Samuel Jackson film. Okay, like he doesn't say it in uh, Jurassic Park either. I, I miss I miss the R rated part uh, qualifier. Yeah, although he does say it in Infinity War, but kind I, of it gets cut off. But mm-hmm. Whatever. It's that's an honorary Samuel Jackson movie. Mm-hmm. So there you go. There there are my. Movie facts for movie you. Movie facts. Do you also want to do the fact about how it had an original different ending? Sure. I didn't want sure. uh, It was originally supposed to have uh, Dr. McAllister be our sympathetic love interest that our uh, shark fighter was going to end up with at the end of the film. Mm-hmm. But when they screened it, it turns out that everybody hates her. I mean, yeah, she is pretty hateable. They just are like, well, she caused all these problems because she's the one who broke the rules mm-hmm. that uh, changed the sharks. And so... And she never shows any remorse. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So they're like, why doesn't she have her comeuppance? And so they filmed a second version where she dies at the end, which is what we get in the theatrical mm-hmm. release. Mm-hmm. There was a release. Uh, it was... Was on the DVD that included the original ending, but that it is hard to get a hold of. Now, I don't think it was included on the DVD because then, like, nobody really wants to see this ending, so they don't even include it. Mm. So it's just not it, readily available in yeah. any format. So we get the second version of the ending. Mm. I mean, it makes sense. Her character is very hateable, and she's just annoying. Yeah, her, her archetype is more of the the villain who created this whole problem and is a, is the arrogant villain, right? Very uh, Frankenstein-esque. Never understands. Because no, see, see, Frankenstein has regret. Mm-hmm. Uh In this one, Dr. McAllister never really understands. Never decides that this was a bad plan. It's like when she goes back for the notes. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's a villain move there like it's not even that she's the ends justify the means or whatever and the fact that notes are destroyed isn't like a choice that she made of either save the notes or do something else and so she has to make the choice and be like oh it's better if i do something else and it's just that they got destroyed as collateral damage Mm -hmm. with the uh, when she's killing the shark Mm -hmm. so yeah like she didn't have a good uh character growth um, to be a good person now. So they had to had to feed her to a shark. Be good people or you get fed to sharks. And that is a moral lesson, guys. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many times that's come up in my life. <laughs> but what about our plot holes? <laughs> Where are we getting these? I know there's a, a couple on Reddit. I have a couple from MovieMistakes.com. And there's also a couple from Angelfire.com. Now, that is a name I have not heard in a long time. Long time. Alrighty, So, on Reddit, uh, the first plot hole, it's a big wall of text, so I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's kind of rambling. Get but, to the point. But to get to the point, um, this Redditor brings up the point that the hel—the Coast Guard helicopter crashes um, into the base but the Coast Guard nor the military sends out a follow-up helicopter or just search and rescue after the first one doesn't return, even like 24 hours later. Um, the the first people to show up are the base workers returning for the next shift, basically. So why did the military not re, uh, respond to the accident? Or I think that's the gist of what they're trying to get at. Um, okay. So first off, is it 24 hours later or is it like 12 hours? It's the next day, so it could be Yeah, but the but the, the, the helicopter is sent and arrives I think it's 12 late at hours, night. Late at night, yeah. And it's noon the next day. But so. it's but it's sent late at night after receiving an emergency phone call. So in a, in a storm. So it's got to be close enough to respond in that time. So wherever this helicopter came from, the, it could arrive Quick enough for that. All right. So uh, one qu- thing I throw out is maybe, uh, so we have the big storm. Um, they lost contact with the uh, helicopter much closer to shore mm-hmm. or in a different area. And they don't even know that it reached the uh, the sea base. Or whatever uh and place the whatever place the helicopter was sent from was hit really hard by the storm and they just couldn't take off at all and they like they couldn't take off their boats were like the boats were hashed cuz i was going to ask i'm not super familiar with the coast guard but do they have a okay if the weather is this bad we cannot um go out on and rescue you'll have to yes they, they do mm-hmm. have a uh, it's it's you're on your own scale until It subsides or whatever. But we're not going to risk more lives. Mm -hmm. um, If, yes, they absolutely do. Okay. Because, you know, living in a landlocked state or state that apparently has sharks. So go ask the Coast Guard at the Bonneville Sea Base. I mean, I'm just might. I think we have a Navy base here, to be honest. Yeah, but Navy also has like ships and they have planes, too. I can see they got to look at what happens when you try and take a boat over land. I think Futurama decided that for us, land, the land Titanic. Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah, the storm was just bad enough that they the coast. Even if they did lose contact, the Coast Guard couldn't send a repl- or a rescue ship just because it was bad enough that they couldn't launch themselves. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the second plot hole from Reddit is. Uh, pre so LL cool J's character preacher gets bitten by a shark at the, in the final part of the movie. And this person, this redditor is just wondering why his leg didn't get taken off because of the shark just based off of the size that should be able to shear right through it. Well, you see, because this movie is actually about uh God versus science and God wins. And because and the preacher preacher has a, overcome his doubts of faith, he is now protected from sharks. Or uh he Holy power protects him from sharks. The shark was now tired after having smashed through a bunch of stuff and dealt with everything already and when it bit down, it hit the pelvis and so it just didn't go through. I'm just gonna think these sharks are playing with them. They're smart animals and smart animals tend to play with their food before consuming it. Sharks are like the cats of the ocean, really. And they, these are big brain sharks too. I was gonna say there are catfish, but that's a wrong type of thing. Dogfish is a shark, but Yeah, dogfish is a type of shark. <laughs> but not catfish. They're a type of a... catfish. They're catfish. They're they're bottom dwellers and, like and a cart- in the north america and then a super predator everywhere else Mm -hmm. yeah pretty much as soon as you leave north america every catfish is trying to kill you so that does not work but yeah they're like the uh they're like the tuna of the sea (laughs) the cats of the ocean sharks are the sharks of the sea (laughs) i don't know that that works john lions are the sharks of the land you mean they tire easy and don't do a lot of work yes which is why it didn't bite through Preacher, but I'm still standing by that. It's just playing with him. It's a smart shark, and it's gonna. But isn't it trying to escape right now? It could need a snack. Maybe it's going to bring it along for the ride. Maybe this was just like it's like a warning thing. You want you actually the shark was going to try and hold Preacher hostage. It's going to put like a little gun next to his head or something. I got I got my teeth on his leg. I can just go all the way down unless you let me out of the, the fence now. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the fence, let's move on to that next plot hole. Oh, the fence. Considering the size and power of these sharks, how come the shark doesn't just jump the fence at the end of the film? At that point, with like half the, th- half the base be- was sinking, it was only like three or four feet above the water at that point. I feel like this shark has not had proper space. To really get its muscles, good. It can punch through steel doors. Yeah, but that, a lot of it is just weight. It is eight thousand pounds on its own. So if it's moving at ten miles per hour, that's still a ton of force. It doesn't have to try hard to smash stuff when you're that heavy. But getting yourself out of the water, especially when it was, it's what thirty-five feet long, twenty-six feet long. Let me go back to my facts. 45. At 45. There's no shark that big. It's bigger than a great white. Like, and it's in a captive area. It's smart enough to swim in reverse, John. Yeah, but it's, it's smart it's enough. It's more maneuverable. It still has to get to speed. Is it an off-roading shark? It has to be because... According to according to standard physics and medical science, sharks physically are incapable of swimming backwards. These sharks can. Is it like dogs can't look up? Uh, it's actu- it's more true than that. Yeah, it's how they're shaped. No, I, I understand that. I'm just bringing up a Shaun of the Dead reference. But yeah, but what I'm saying is is like this is not enough room for a 45 foot <laughs> shark to really get its laps in. So this is a fat. An out of shape shark. It can't jump. See, I'm gonna put down that it just doesn't jump, mostly because all of its like it's been fed other sharks, right? Oh, sharks all don't of, jump. All of its food has been in the water. Everything it has been eating throughout the film, in the water. It's never needed to jump in its life. It doesn't know how to jump. It it doesn't know about jumping yet. Sharks don't know these sharks. They're, they're, they're galaxy brain sharks who know all of these things, but they don't know how to jump. But we'll talk about some of the mental inconsistencies of these these uh sharks later. That's we, a different you know, I do plot have a question. Do we, do we ever see Scrogs jump? <sighs> I'd have to go back and watch the movie again, John. Why would you want me to do that? I'm just saying, we don't see a lot of people jumping. Like, like jumping's not something you often think about in life. And and we, oh, we don't know where the, uh, like, genetic material came to make the sharks smart. But we do have that one guy who's really good at, like, doing math and figuring out things. So I, I think maybe we have sharks with with particular smart brain that came from him, but he can't jump. So, they lo- They don't have jumping powers either. Sure. Sure. The uh, genetic ability to jump was not included. Oh No, the genetic ability to jump was included. Uh, it has all the encoded memories for how to jump using legs. Oh, and uh, yeah. Oh, ooh. and so anytime the shark wants to try and jump, it tries to use legs that it doesn't have. Oh, I feel so bad for the <laughs> shark. That is why she's a villain. The shark has phantom leg syndrome. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel like there should be something there. And just wiggles the little, little nubbin yeah. fins that it oh, uses to gonna, steer. I was gonna say, don't sharks have little nubbin fin- fins at the end? It's trying to use those to jump. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just not working. Yeah. You can try, bud. But you don't have a future in the NBA. Now, the dog shark, yeah. There's no rules. No rules say dog sharks can't play basketball. (laughs) All right. (laughs) So, so yeah, it's got the the genetic memory of uh, jumping using legs. Man, these poor (laughs) sharks. Now, can you see why they turned evil? Yeah, Yeah, these sharks, they were just screaming the whole time. What have you done to me? They have to scream, but have no mouth. Yeah, but I guess no vocal cords. They have yeah, my mouth. Sharks but... they have big mouths. Sharks don't like talk. They don't make uh, noises except for "In Jaws: The Revenge." Those sharks roar. Oh, you learned about things today, Eric. Uh, well, I think lion I... sharks. Yeah, yeah. I was sharks are little... the lions of the <laughs> ocean. Um, I think I was thinking of eight-legged freaks, where the po- spiders apparently. Yeah, when you shoot them or whatever or is they, that just the sound that happens when you shoot a spider that big and goo gets I out know. i know but we're not talking about eight le- legged freaks oh, so. yeah we're talking about no legged sharks that can't jump because they get ain't got no legs but they're, they're trying they're trying they so are, hard they are the lieutenant dan's of the sea <laughs> Alright, so I think a good option for our uh, ti- for the episode title is Sharks Are the Blank of the Sea. Um, are there any other plot What, what about the Angel Fire ones? Here right, we John. go for Angel Fire plot holes. These are about the uh, mental acuities of the shark. Alright. Alright, so first off, the sh- sharks only take four to five hits to break through a steel door that's made to withstand tons of... Of water pressure, but it takes six or seven direct hits to try and get through a chain link fence at the end and never succeeds. Also, the sharks can easily break through metal, but the glass in the oven in one of the, uh, where one of the characters is hiding takes forever. What if it's a different shark? Oh, that's true. Cause there are three sharks. There are three sharks. Uh, my suspicion there is that the big steel door is going to be our Gen Two shark, and the one going after, uh, he- going after preacher in the kitchen is mm-hmm. one of the Gen Ones because it's smaller. So, in addition to that, uh, the Gen One shark going after it, I'm assuming it's going out after it with its mouth open, and conveniently, the mouth is just bigger than the actual glass door of the oven, so it's missing it. By hitting the frame on the outside. I also say it's a lot, probably a lot easier to break things in water with your weight if you can swim downwards. Because they said it it was able to withstand tons of pressure of water, but could it withstand tons of pressure and a shark? And also, so there's a difference between uh, pressure and impact. Mm-hmm. Just how force is diffused. Because it remind is this an old like World War II base that was repurposed for? A yeah, research it's a lab? bunker. So okay, this movie came out in 1998. That's like 50 years of of rust, and is it being maintained to some level? But like, but if you look at the light fixtures and whatnot, there's still rust around them. Yeah, yeah. It's it could have been um, the structural integrity of the doors might not be the greatest, and it's not like they were underwater before. It just could just humid air. It could just be rusting from the inside slap a new coat of paint on it, but it's not fixing the internal problems. Uh, yeah, they they didn't spend their $200 million on uh, on the doors. Well, how long is this program going for? It could have just been all oh, right from the 50s to the 70s or the 80s. Well, this program's only been going for a few years. So who knows what was happening before? Yeah, I, I feel like the also the fact that, like, Breaking the doors is when the sharks are completely submerged, mm-hmm. and they have vertical movement. So, like, like I said, it's if you're coming down, mm-hmm. you can use gravity to accelerate more than you can up or on horizontally. So they could get more force that way. Like, in, and it in had a lot more room outside the base to to get up to speed versus the just the amount of movement in the kitchen, and just also. Um, For the steel doors, there was enough pressure to shoot the rivets out of the doors. So they weren't holding up much longer because rivets go in like white hot, don't they? Yeah. So it it basically form fits to the the shape. Rivets are very hard to remove. You have to basically cut them off. But if the pressure is able to shoot them out, that's a lot of pressure. And that's, I think, the other thing is that it had the pressure advantage has the pressure on its side, mm-hmm. like if they, had, like if they thought to like flood the lower level earlier, then the water would probably have equalized, and the mm-hmm. it would have made it harder for the sharks to get in. Mm-hmm. But they didn't think about that. Instead, all the water is going into the facility, and so it makes it real easy to just follow the water in. All right, all right. Well, how about uh? The fact that the sharks often show knowledge that can only be acquired through being deliberately taught or shown. Even uh, though the sharks, according to the plot, are intelligent, there are some things that simply can't learn on their own, like, for the instance, the significance of a camera. It was seen how the uh, sharks destroy the cameras on purpose. Another example is how the sharks supposedly try to flood the complex in order to sink it. There is no way the sharks, no matter how intelligent they are, can know that the, the compound can be sunk and that they would be able to escape if they did. All right. So, I'm going to go with a two-pronged approach here. All right. So, so one is the fact that the sharks have a genetic memory of being able to sink the... Uh... <laughs> one is that they have all of the knowledge implanted in them of scogs. Yeah. Uh, no. Then I will have a three-pronged approach, because we'll go with that one. Uh, step two turns out that these people were just like, they were teaching sharks because they wanted to make sure that they had good brains. And so they would, they hundred percent showed him a camera and then showed him a monitor that showed them like it, you like you do with cats. And then, and then they put on the filters. Oh, they didn't have filters yet, but they, they taught the shark that this camera will can see you. And then they put them out and the shark goes, That's that thing that they used to look at me. I'm going to get rid of it. And then the other option is uh, correlation is not causation. The people in the film posit that the reason the sharks are doing all of this is because they want to sink the sink, the base. When in reality, it could just be that the sharks want to eat the people and that there was no big master plan by all of these sharks. It all just happened. The sharks just can't get to you unless there's water. So they're going to try and get water there. And so now there's water and they're going to try and eat you. And the base happened to sink along the way. That's my thoughts on that one. I just think now if had filters existed and they could have had like mustaches on the sharks and shown them the uh, pictures that way, the sharks probably wouldn't have been so angry. Have you ever heard a shark laugh? Maybe. Maybe that's what we could learn from this. I'm thinking of those big, like, gaucho marks, like sunglasses with the big nose and mustache. Oh, oh, oh yeah. That would have made the shark so happy. You couldn't tell because they're all, already already smiling with their teeth and whatnot. But do do the filter that turns it into an anime shark. <laughs> it's not like I wanted to be in this with you. Babaka. Babaka. You can't just add blush lines and make it a (coughs) Sundere. That's not true. You 100% can. Uh, Cursed images. (sighs) Hang on. It exists already, I tell you. I'm pretty sure it has. Yep. There we go. <laughs> it's not like i want to be next to you i have to include that when we upload this video or upload this got included on the uh liner notes right. or something uh, send me on facebook it, uh, send it me turns link. out there's an entire subreddit dedicated to sundere sharks oh my God. <laughs> the sharks were right. All right do we have any more uh, plot holes or our thoughts on uh solving our super smart sharks learning about cameras I mean, I guess the major plot hole I had with this movie is it was very convenient. There were a lot of... So, the Sharks had the master plan on, okay, on the stormy weather, they're able to escape. But there were a lot of accidents that had to happen to cause the plot to go forward. Yeah, I feel like they had a better chance to escape just from a big storm anyways. Like, when the storm is blowing over and the helicopter's trying to land the waves are getting right up like pretty high. Like they're riding over the walkways there. They got to be rising up. Like during a storm, it'd probably be really easy for a shark to escape. If it was just needed to jump out, mm-hmm. even if they could jump and didn't have like the jump reflexes of a, of a, a random guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so looking at, okay, what has to happen for this, according to this movie what has to happen they are planning on pulling the uh, rescue helicopter into the base so they can't call for help um which that requires the winch to fail on the helicopter when they're trying to rescue the guy which is something the sharks have no control over like like it's entirely a random accident like the winch failure and the fact that they don't like lift up a bit when the wind starts falling and it drops the person who's like missing an arm and in critical condition underwater they just kind of let it let them sink Mm -hmm. and that's why i'm more likely to put down that this is all just a giant chain of accidents that the people are trying to ascribe a pattern to or the sharks can read minds psychic sharks psychic sharks maybe there was a fourth shark guys the purple one. The hidden invisible psychic shark? Yeah. Have you ever seen a purple shark? No. It must be pretty invisible then. hmm Yeah, so now, now the, the psychic shark who commands the other sharks, and it's still in the base. Just waiting. Waiting for its chance to escape? Mm-hmm that one has stopped being tsundere and has gone full yandere. Yeah. Yeah. It's the murder shark. <laughs> it has murder in his heart. These other sharks. If it can't be, uh, if it can't be with the shark fighter, no one can. I mean, cause it wasn't like, I don't know. There's also that problem is the shark's intelligence seems to go up and down. Like, like, it, like they, they, it's, it's hell bent on escaping. But as soon as the creator jumps into the water, It goes for her. It goes for her. Instead of escaping and being like later boys, Mm -hmm. because you have to assume it has some future. Like okay, most smart things can um, plan ahead. Plan ahead and they will understand the concept of tomorrow. Exactly. That's why I would again argue for the for the concept that it is actually just people ascribing motives to the shark, where the shark just trying to eat people, not actually trying to escape. I mean, and then there's the weird thing is. Like why? Do you think they were just trying to get uh uh the first guy free from the uh the ah shoot the uh the gurney the gurney? You think they were just trying to get him like free, and that's why they were slamming him against the glass Uh because they're like, oh yeah, because he's got he he now has a crunchy shell. He's got this like thing around him. We can't eat him. Like they they didn't try and pull the helicopter down in. They were just trying to get him. Because the, they were trying to break the uh, shark cage, and so now they've got this thing, let's slam it into something else and break it. Yeah, I mean, because usually when they're fed sharks, they're brought in on, like, on a shark gurney. Get it off the gurney, this is food. Yeah, you just smash it up against something, it'll break its hard shell. Then we can eat the soft insides, and that just, like, breaks the window. Like, they weren't planning this. No. That whole window breaking scene, I also have issues with. Just the just the way they were throwing the gurney at the window, it's like that's going to cause the maximum amount, amount of drag. Oh, and, yeah. And it's you won't be able to throw it at the window with enough force to break a window. But it's the most visually interesting mm-hmm. way to throw it at the window. I think it just means that that window already had failure points, mm-hmm. and the impact was all it took to actually crack it. I mean, it was built in the 40s. Mm-hmm. And they were, they were breaking the cameras because they were stressed out and the the cameras all have like a a blinky light. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, can sharks even see red? Um, because they live under the water and red is like the first wavelength to disappear. Maybe not. So maybe it's just, they see a blinky light Mm -hmm. and it annoys them. I mean, I don't even know if sharks can see. So, color so the or real story is just about a bunch of dumb sharks getting really lucky. Because I know sharks can see like contrast really well. That's that's In how they hunt. In general, we assume that sharks don't see a whole lot of color. Okay. Contrast is where it's at, though. Yeah. yeah. They they may not be black and white monovision, mm-hmm. but they are certainly color blind. That's something we can all aspire to. <laughs> Be colorblind like a shark. Bite anything. <laughs> if it moves. I mean, if I see a seal silhouette, I'm going for it. Yeah, if it looks like a seal, eat it. Ask questions later. So mostly it was just a bunch of dumb people and some lucky sharks. And the sharks mm-hmm. weren't actually doing any. They had no evil plans. Because mm-hmm. it's not like, I mean, ramming a oven multiple times until it explodes on you. is not exactly smart per, uh, shark signs mm-hmm. or like the shark get they gets electrocuted these are not smart sharks well we've talked are there any other plot holes we need to talk about we kind of brought up the one we thought of but should we just talk about the movie or go i'm just watching yeah. richard scroll through this discord with the uh, the sundary sharks <laughs> it's it's a trip <laughs> he's going to strange places shark movies take you places places you might not want to be. All right, so uh so Eric, Deep Blue Sea, Santa Jaws and Sharknado. How do you uh stack these up? I would probably say Deep Blue Sea, then Santa Jaws, then Sharknado. Most sh- Deep Blue Sea is more competently made. It's got more shine. It's more shine, but it is still I don't know, it doesn't I'm not I don't mind bad movies. One of my favorite movies is Evil Dead, like the original one. That one is not not very shiny. It's a very much college style film. It's a very film. rough film. But you can tell they loved working on it, so that kind of puts a little of its own shine on there. This movie is kind of meh. It's like, yes, it was a movie that was made, but I don't... It doesn't really feel like they cared about the movie. It hurt me to watch it, but I didn't really gain much from it. <laughs> I didn't come look at, I didn't come and think about the ethics of uh, mutant sharks mm-hmm. any different than I did before. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least Sharknado had the whole finning issue with sharks. I mean, <laughs> shark finning is bad, obviously. Like, you shouldn't, if you're going to use, a sh- if you're going to kill a shark to yeah, use. Yeah, use the it, whole shark. Mm-hmm. Um, but just cutting off its fin like and, which is just cartilage it's just it's and that's the thing it's like you could three shark, print fin that soup, those shark fin soup the shark is literally there for texture it is not there for flavor most of the broths are like a chicken broth or a pork broth it is there for texture I, I imagine it's kind of like a supposed to be a luxury dish type thing it's kind of like tiger liver yeah, like like you're eating shark fin soup to show that you can afford to eat shark fin soup. I'm pretty sure shark fin sh- soup comes in cans, like in China specifically. And that's that's the whole issue. Like they're killing sharks for just a single part. And like, I don't want to be all, you know, you shouldn't eat animals. Like I eat animals all the time, but you should definitely be making it worth the animal's death so so much like frankenstein's monster humans were the real monster of the shark monsters i guess so i mean she was definitely yeah McAllister's definitely (laughs) also eric were you saying to yourself why when she starts to strip down I, i mean i just figured like oh well i guess uh she's getting in the water doesn't want to get I, but she's wearing a wetsuit i was just at that point though i was just kind of done with the movie it's like let's get it over with for me that at that point in the movie i'm like w- wh- why why i'm well, like what are you planning on doing i think I she expected think... to get out though so it's like well i don't want to walk around in wet clothes that's like the worst but it's because she was going to stand on the wetsuit she stood it's on the wetsuit so that it will insulate her from the water that's on the table because it didn't actually oh, have closed meant- toes, because she's like when you see her walking around, it ends the wetsuit, and then there's her so- then there's bits of leg and socks, and so mm-hmm. she takes off the wetsuit to put that on the table while she's holding the electricity to ground. her. Uh, I that's think why I she that did part. it. But like, I didn't like. Why is she okay? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I guess she needed to do this. I, I don't think I was paying attention to that part. I was watching this off, kind of off to the side only half paying attention. Oh, I had stuff to do. But still, and I'm like, ah. It's it's just one of those movies that's... It was made. <laughs> they made this movie. There are better disaster movies, or I guess even monster movies. Um, I'm trying to think of one, but... Anaconda came to mind, but I, that's probably not better than this. I don't even... Re- <laughs> is worse but better oh it's worse in a more fun way it's worse in a more fun way what other like killer animal movies came out around this time uh um, because it was a big like genre wasn't it yeah well well, well i think we're going to be talking about some of the other ones about this time too mm-hmm. but uh yeah sharks sharking it up sharks just wanted to be free mm-hmm. free shark Don't keep forty-five-foot sharks in captivity. Seriously, that's a huge shark. That's bigger than uh, killer whales get, isn't it? I think killer whales get to be sixty feet, don't they? Killer whales get pretty big, but I don't think it's forty-five feet. That's that's just a massive sea creature. Uh, thirty feet. Yeah, see what I mean. Smaller than orcas. Bigger than orcas. Bigger than an orca. I'm like. in captivity I mean sharks just big sharks just don't do well in captivity either like yeah there's really been no great one you need a lot of space Mm. and they just didn't have it this was cruelty that's McAllister deserved to get eaten by a shark it's true I mean most of the time I don't root for them okay yes most of the time I do root for the monsters but but I won't root for this monster she deserved to be eaten oh snap because, man, man is the real monster. But, I mean, that's kind of a cop-out, too. It's like, oh, yes, man's hu- inhumanity towards man, blah, blah, blah. Oh, well, it's man's inhumanity towards shark in this case, but, mm-hmm. you I, know. I feel like one of the things they are missing in this movie is the fact that intentional human decisions don't cause the sharks to uh, start to get free. Mm-hmm. What, and that's the thing about Jurassic Park, is it's not just that the... Um, t-rex got free it's that nedry turned off the fence mm-hmm. because he was going to turn off the fence for his own purposes mm-hmm. and he was he thought he had like what 50 was it a 15 minute window or whatever yeah he had a 15 minute window there's not likely anything to Nothing's occur Nothing's gonna go wrong in those 15 minutes But, you know, chaos theory and whatnot. Yeah, and he has the code. He puts the code back in. Everything will just turn back on. Except for if you don't put the code back in, they'll have to reset the system. And resetting the system won't turn everything automatically on. And that's why you spend more money on a bigger IT. And and the whole thing is is that his whole goal is just the stronger and more pure greed that Mm. was behind everything. Oh, this came out in 1998, right? Yeah. So, this would definitely... Be 99. 99. Okay. This, yeah, but, but this, this is, is still, still within five years of, of uh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. They would have started production after Jurassic Park and known about Jurassic Park. And Jurassic Park is probably one of the most perfect monster movies you can that In recent memory. At least up until this time. Yeah, so I feel, I feel like if a, an intentional human action had been part of the mm-hmm. catalyst. Not just, you know, shark spied off the guy's arm. Just because. And, and then the winch... Just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So who does something? Which character? I could see the guy who just starts smoking. Um, oh gosh, what's Jim? Jim. He he starts smoking, it causing an alarm to go off or whatever because you're under. Okay, you're underwater. They're probably Mr. using Mr. Yeah. You're pro- there's probably going to be a specialized mix of air because you really can't breathe normal air yeah, underwater. They're, they're, they're in a lab anyways yeah so that sends an alarm off maybe something happens and that's and the, what panics the shark and the, yeah the shark's able to get out or something happens like that or it starts a fire or just you can use you can show that he is very lax with rules or just procedures or whatever like this is the clean room you need to take that food out of here it's like what What's it going to do? Is the shark going to, the baloney's going to contaminate the shark, whatever. I'm not eating over by where the shark is. Or smarter sharks mm-hmm. to where defeating a shark isn't just real easy that uh, you can do it with a gas stove mm-hmm. and a lighter without any worries, like mm-hmm. just the, the shark's going to kill itself. Mm-hmm. There should have been clever girl moments with the sharks. Mm-hmm. I mean, there kind of was, but they should have emulated Jurassic Park. The more. closest thing they had was the two sharks trying to eat the uh, dive cage at the time at the t- time, because the sharks never work together again. Every other instance is a single shark acting on its own mm. and just kind of going at you. It's not trying to tout to outsmart you. They should have had a shark go through the vents. Mm hmm. So maybe they should have had more sharks, just different you know types of sharks. I, th- I think going with the big sharks was the issue because, like, people fear sharks. Most sharks aren't massive. Like, great whites are the, the biggest one just because they're <laughs> visually scary. Mm. But it's like uh, bull sharks are the ones most likely to attack you, and they are never more than, like, six eight to feet. eight feet yeah. long. Mm-hmm.
1: But that's the
0: thing, is they they would fit everywhere inside that base. Mm -hmm. As soon as it starts to flood, now you can have, like, if it's the flood, if it's coming in up above you, and it's slowly filling, you have to worry about sharks from below, sharks from above, sharks in wherever water can get. Mm -hmm. In fact, if they were dealing with just sharks in general, all sorts of smart sharks, you have, like, the cookie cutter sharks tearing stuff up, like Mm -hmm. they did actually... Where they legitimately cut holes in submarines, screw up their uh, sonar. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is the shark that eats the submarine cable? Uh, the inter intercontinental cables, like the internet cables. Oh, I don't know if that was also cookie cutters, but yeah, other sharks just chewed on the cables mm-hmm. because um, those cables give off sl- small electrical uh, signals. Because well, it's electrical, and um, that mimic. That's uh, how the sharks see. Fish women. Yeah, they find that's their prey gives that off, so that's why they go after them. But yeah, they've severed internet cables like multiple times. Barracuda sharks. It was... So are those sharks? I don't reckon know them off the top of my head. Are they like thin? Are they thin like a barracuda? Uh, or long and thin. I guess they're longer. They're more noodly. So yeah, that that could be the shark that goes through the vents, and that would be more believable. Unless it's, like, an actual large shark or whatever, but... If we did that, though, would we have one good shark? That could be the great white. The great white shark is the good shark? Oh, okay, maybe. Does that feel racist, It kind of (laughs) does, now that I say it out loud. (laughs) The tiger shark would be the good shark. Yeah, I could see that. Like, it comes back to help him because he uh, pulled the uh, the license plate out of its mouth. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like a... And now that a knowing a, wink or whatever. Now it's a smart shark. It can have uh, mercy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or it's it's, it's kind of philosophy. like... philosophy. It's like Aesop's Fable or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you pull the... Oh, there's a lion shark? Is there a lion shark? Yes, there's lion sharks. It could have been a lion shark, mm-hmm. and he pulled the nail out of the... Uh, <laughs> or maybe a hook in the jaw or whatever. Yeah, like. pulls the hook out of the jaw, and then the guy could be, like, uh, Mouse is his name. Mm-hmm or make him german call him moss or whatever yeah moss <laughs> he helps the, sh- the lion shark and so later the lion shark helps him mm-hmm. it just goes on its merry way but it it's like okay hey i feel like this uh whole swarms of smart sharks is gonna be like this the later movies maybe like like i don't even know about two and three and after our shark nato incident with uh the, the, the plots that it's throwing out there. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happens. Mm-hmm. No, actually turns out there's not a lion shark. Lion there's shark lion is fish. There's lion that. fish, but there's no lion shark. Lion sharks an open is open there. You could have made up a new shark and called it the lion shark. The larger, so, think, the, the, they have a special uh, tiger shark that they bred, and it's larger now. And they'll call it the lion shark, and a guy will be like, "But aren't tigers bigger than lions?" And they'll be like, "Eh." Yeah, well, see, in in streamlining, it was it got a little bit smaller, but it's faster. And I see there's lemon sharks. I think those are smaller sharks. I think so too. It's not the kind of shark you'd want to help protect you against the other smart sharks. So yeah, I, it, either it's just a. Yeah, tiger shark, or it's a new new species discovered that's genetically related to a tiger shark but distinct enough. Yeah, it, it has a new unique yellow band around its neck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, or they could go the Jurassic World route and just genetically engineer a new shark. Yep. Because they yeah. already they already broke the Harvard compact once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So either the sharks needed to explicitly caused the problem and we're waiting for something to happen Mm -hmm. in in order to do it or some a human had to have intentionally made a decision that would have caused all these problems yeah because like we said earlier just this random happenstance just isn't satisfying yeah it doesn't it's not satisfying when like the helicopter crashes and blows up the the tower and they're just stuck there Mm -hmm. and you're like okay and there's not going to be a like just an emergency boat that. Well, I guess they have to get to the surface or whatever. But uh, well, see, they wasted all the flares mm-hmm. for the uh, McAllister's birthday because <laughs> because they were just launching flares off. So mm-hmm. they're all out of flares. Mm-hmm. Oh man, they're so dumb. no <laughs> <Those> big dummies. mean, <laughs> meanwhile, the dumb sharks. <laughs> What life they to deserve mean. to be eaten. These people deserve to get eaten. <laughs> it's not that the sharks are smart; it's that the people were dumb. You know, that's why you have to cut your hand open and literally jump in the water where the sharks are. Yeah, to get the sharks to come to you. Yeah, that's where. That's how. That way, you know where the sharks are mm-hmm. around you. <laughs> Otherwise, they could be anywhere in the ocean. Is that called th- uh, thalasop- uh,
1: thalasop- thalasophilia,
0: th- th- Probably no, not. Phobia. Th- no, that's when you're afraid of the things <laughs> that might be in the water. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's when you're afraid of what could be deep in the yeah. ocean. So or cutting be- your hand open and jumping in. No. See, I, I feel like thalassophobia shouldn't exist because phobias are irrational fears of the ocean. I thought phobias were irrational fears. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's They're irrational. The but the Lassophobia is a definitely rational fear because there could be deep, scary things in the ocean. There are anything. scary things in the bottom of the ocean that'll kill you. Just the the ocean itself can kill you. Being afraid of the water isn't a terrible thing. Water's It's dangerous. a healthy survival strategy. It's like being afraid of heights. Yeah. You know what's... I don't... You don't want to fall from heights. That will kill you. That's a healthy fear. Fear of the ocean. Healthy fear. Put on your life vests. Health of venomous snakes, healthy fear. You can have respect for, I guess, respect for venomous snakes, but just don't play with them, kids. Um. Especially you, our patrons. (laughs) You're much smarter than the dumb (laughs) sharks. And definitely smarter than the dumb people. So thank you for all that you've done for us. Thank you. Just know that we are not breaking the Harvard Accords or the Harvard what? Compact. We are not breaking the Harvard Compact in this podcast, probably. We definitely didn't genetically engineer smarter sharks. We can't engineer smarter sharks. There's only four in the lake nearby. However, smarter spiders. (laughs) We probably shouldn't do that. Why? Think of what we could do with smart spiders. Well, John, I know and that you look for Charlotte's Web. I know that you're thinking about what you could do. You need to think about what you should do. But if you like this episode, leave a like on Facebook, and maybe leave a comment. Maybe, what do you think sharks are of the ocean? Are sharks the spiders of the ocean? That's crabs, John. Now, not everything can be there, crabs. There li- do you want to eat delicious spiders? Try crab. There are literally sea spiders, though. Yeah. So so spiders of the sea don't work. Spiders. Are sharks the llamas of the sea? Do they spit? No, that's angler. Uh, archerfish. Archerfish spit. All right. Are uh, sharks. Well, that's what we're asking their listeners for. So in 280 characters or less, let us know on Twitter at PlotSpacklePod. At Plot same question. Are sharks the, I don't know, are they the tuna of the sea? Do you think that ge- uh, genetically experimenting on things is actually the correct answer? Send us why. to plot spe- Send us your thesis on why. Plotspacklepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us why we should violate the Harvard Compact to make your genetically engineered super monster. I mean, think of all the grants. After, you know, a slap on the wrist. That's what we're thinking of. They send us the reasons why we send it for funding. Mm. Don't tell them.